So there is a new store at Mall of America and West Edmonton Mall, but it's not so much of a store as it is a collection of stores and an event space and an eatery. It's called Four Post. On this episode, we're going to talk with CEO of Four Post, Mark Garmazian, who will explain it all to us. Today, we are live from New York. It's Where We Buy. You're listening to Where We Buy, the show about the things we buy and the places we buy them. We are recording live at the Javits Center in Manhattan as a part of the ICSC New York Dealmaking Conference. My name is James Cook. I research retail and real estate for JLL, and this is the show where we talk with retail experts and we visit shopping spots across the nation. Today, Mark Garmazian, founder and CEO of Four Post. Welcome, sir. Thanks. Thanks for having me. This is great. Yeah. Well, we're we're excited to have you. I've been following uh, Four Post in the media for some time, and uh, it seems to so far been a successful debut. Um, mm-hmm. I was tracking specifically uh, at Mall of America. Why don't you know? Let's just back it up. Tell me. Tell me what's Four Post. What's yeah. what is it? I think for, Four Post for me is how do we really build a community of brands and build a community where these brands want to come and be part of, have relevance, a place where they can grow, expand, learn. Um, It's not just about splitting spaces up and subdividing it and letting them have a store. It's really about thought leadership and growing and learning and, and, and also creating a platform that really caters to the buying behaviors of today. Um, And I like, you and I probably both have Netflix and we subscribe to it and there's other things that we subscribe to. Um, and I think people are used to subscription-like services. So I really wanted to kind of get rid of all the why nots of brick and mortar retail and create a platform, a B2B platform, a brick and mortar platform that really catered to brands of all sizes and shapes. Um, and that's really kind of what the high level concept was. And then we took a step back and said, okay, how are we gonna do this? Um, and that's kind of how we thought of four posts and what we are today. So tell me a little bit about, let's say I make uh, my own handcrafted uh, peanut butter, James's mm-hmm. peanut butter, and it started to catch on and online, and now I want to sell it in a store. I mean, how, does, how do I get, can I get into four posts and have my own so, little store? So you can apply, right? And I think, I think you hit, hit something really important is like, there are so many brands that want to come in, but we also want to create an amazing experience, but also an amazing community. Um, so we're not just going to bring anybody in. We really want to know what your story is as a founder, a creator, a maker, and, and what your purpose is and what you want to do and where you want to go and how you can contribute to the community we're building. Um, so you can apply and you can, and we will be in touch with you and, and talk through. And we also want to make sure that you will be successful coming into a four-post space, our community. So it's, and I'm really pitching you right now. I, yeah. have, I have peanut butter that I want to sell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so it sounds like four-post is a collection of stories in a way. Yeah. Compelling brand stories. Tell me a story. What's a brand that's in four-post that's a compelling story? So I think there's one brand in Minneapolis called Still Kickin'. And... Um, the founder of that brand, I think it was her husband or partner. I don't, I don't know the real relationship at the time it was, but was going through, he had cancer and he was going through a hard time and, and through the whole period, he was wearing a t-shirt called still kickin'. Um, and 
through that, after he passed, um, she said, you know what, I'm going to create a nonprofit and I'm going to create a brand called Still Kick In. And every month or every product will go towards someone who's going through a hard time, whether that's mentally or, or on, on, on physically. Um, and it's a nonprofit where you can submit and give your story. And to me, that goes back to also like what we're thinking about, like what is the story and what's something interesting that we can create and give these opportunities to these brands to have a brick and mortar store. Um, so that's something that's really, really interesting that I was really excited about. Um, on the flip side, we're, we're even talking to larger brands. Um, so it's not, it's not just this thing about local brands coming in and having their own storefront. It's, it's also a place of like providing a platform for your brand to really have an opportunity to convey their story. Whether that's you're starting today or you've been around for 10, 20 years, you want to you you come in and we're trying to create a platform for you to do that. Um, and I think it all comes down to like getting rid of the why nots and removing all barriers of entry. And if we can successfully remove the barrier of entry, um, we will see endless ideas around how our spaces within every four post location, our community can be used. So from a consumer standpoint, I walk into four post. Is it is it kind of like I'm in a, a market or a bazaar? What's the feel? So, so it, the feel is it's, it's a very contemporary design. Um, we would like to call it it's fresh and it's feel it's very inviting. But when you walk in, we we actually have our what we call our studio shops. So the space the space in Mall of America is ten thousand five hundred square feet. It's a good size. Yeah, and so so I think a lot of people may think a lot of times that we're a smaller five thousand two thousand square foot store, but we're we like to think we're more department store-esque, and I'd like to grow into larger spaces um, upwards to 25,000, 30,000 square feet. But when you walk in, we actually architected, we put, took a step back around, like, what is the space that we want to deliver to these brands to really convey their story? Um, and we architected these studio shops that come in the form of shapes, um, so, which is easy for you and I to visualize and all our listeners. When I say you're getting a studio shop that's a cube, you immediately know what a cube is. And you can really understand like how you would visualize and how you as a brand would convey your story within the cube. Um, and we also tr- offer triangles and rectangles. And then we do have more custom spaces for much larger, larger um, brands that may want to have a much larger experience they want to provide. But going back to your question, um, when a cust- our guest walks through, they're seeing our different studio shops of different shapes um, of different brands. And they're kind of going through learning story by story around e- about each brand which, by the way, you can also shop um, their brands or you can learn more about their service. So to me, that's what's really exciting about this is when you walk in, it's kind of like this, you're going from story to story and learning. And I think that's what customers and guests want today. They just really want to connect with a brand and learn more about the brands. And we're hopefully providing that platform to do that. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. People want to hear the compelling story that they buy. And then when they show that, to their friends, they have this story to tell. So does each brand provide an actual person or are you providing the staff? How's so that we're, work? we're providing the staff. And that was a big decision for us because what we wanted to do is have this one cohesive experience for the guests walking through. So there's a greeter that says, welcome to Four Post. Let me walk you through the brands. Let me show you what is there anything you're looking for. So to me, we also are very high, a very high touch in terms of the experience that we're offering for the guests coming through. Again, we also want to make it turnkey for the brands that are coming in. So when you go to a brand and say, hey, we have our studio shop that comes in the form of a cube or a triangle. All fixtures are included, all signage, all lighting. And you literally just have to ship us your product, get us your product training, and we have all the staff. Um, it becomes almost a no-brainer for these brands to come and want to open with us. 
So uh, let's say you accept James's peanut butter, yeah. and I'm going to be selling. <laughs> so I'm going to pay a flat fee per month. So, yeah, and we and we we like to call it a membership um, again because oh, we're building it. we're building a community. So even even our 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 staff and our our, our um, manager in the space is a call is is the community and operations manager. Um, our sales associates are community associates. Um, so we emphasize a lot on community because that's what we're building, and we believe in the sense of community. If you all come together, it creates this tide that really rises, that raises everyone together at the same time. So you would come in and yes, you would pay a membership fee um, and it would just come down to if you're, we have two t- types of pricing. We have pricing if you're retailing or if you're, show, if you're showrooming. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And so there's probably some kind of percentage if they're, if they're yeah. retailing. Okay. Okay. And uh, what other questions? Uh, so I live in Indianapolis, but the store is in Minneapolis. Um, once it's up and running, is there a virtual way for me to keep tabs on how yeah, it's going? Yeah, so that's a big thing that we actually developed. We have an online dashboard. So every, every brand that becomes a member, they actually have an online dashboard that they can log into. The dashboard includes obviously the news and events that are happening in the space, and that's how we communicate to the brands about the updates. It also has all the analytics on your respective studio shop. So if you had a cube with us, you would be able to see the day-to-day analytics of how many people came in. You could see the conversion rates. And we're also going to show you in terms of like the demographic information as well. Um, and there's also ways for you to collaborate and communicate with the other members within that space as well. So you may, there might be someone else who's, who's selling jelly, right? And you're like, hey, we should do a collaboration. And those are things that we're trying to do in that sense of community is connecting the brands. And we're using technology behind the scenes to do that. And do you have, I'd mentioned in my introduction that there was kind of a food component. Are there, is there an actual cafe? Yeah, so there is a cafe. And, and it's, it, again, it's finding, I think for the food specifically, we're really excited about the local brands that we can bring in to have food. And there's so many great brands out there. And, and for them to go open up their own cafe or have their own food uh, service is really hard. Um, and, and it's not cost effective for them. But if we could provide that turnkey where they literally just have to show up with their peanut butter, um, they can just open up and sell. Gotcha. So let's talk a little bit about the origin. I mean, I think you explained pretty well what, what the, the opening is. What's the need for something like Four Post? But how did it come to you to do it? Yeah. And what's the startup? And, and, and how did that happen? So I, I think uh, for me, I, I feel like I come from a, I view this through a different lens. And my background comes from software and SaaS, so soft, software as a service. And I started a company with my co-founders um, called Appboy, which is now called Braze. And what we did, uh, for I was the CEO there for about nine plus years, and what we built there was software that we would sell to brands to integrate into their apps or websites, and we would power all the communication between the brand and the consumer. So all push notifications you get on your phone, emails that you're receiving from brands, um, for example, like Lyft, um, the car service, we power all that communication. So. What I loved about that business was how we supported the, our brands and our customers. We had a customer success rep. We cr- created a lot of thought leadership and we showed them the best practices of how to use our technology for them to be successful. And it was a s- subscription service. So I looked at re- retail. I'm like, why can't I apply that same kind of processes and in- internal b- business methods of SaaS business to the retail business? Um, and that's kind of how this whole thing came about was like, if I could bring in and create turnkey subscription service to open up a store, um, when you, when you open up with us, you have a customer success rep. So it's not that you just open up with us. We're actually have someone who's dedicated to your success. What if we created thought leadership around the best practices of retail? Cause no one's really doing that. Um, and that, and if we create, and also, uh, uh, 
if we can also have an online dashboard of the technology. So that's kind of the lens that we came through um, to then provide and create this four post platform. Very interesting. So I know when I was searching, um, I was kind of Googling around to learn more about four post. Um, one of the things that I came across was just di the different events that you guys put on in the space. So it seems like you were activated a lot. Yeah. There's even, I, I came across some podcasts that were recording live yeah. there. Do you have like an events community so person? Again, we, because, yeah, we do. Every location has a community and events operator. operator. So, and on a full-time basis. So we encourage all our members and brands to think about events that they can host at any four post location. And it's, and it's not a retail event. It, it, it can be... A panel. Um, so we actually had a panel recently about how to manage parenting and starting your own company. And I think for me, that was something that, well, again, it's these are things that are top of mind on people's minds. And we wanted to do, create that and create this town hall community experience within our four bus locations. So every space that we open up has the retail, has the turnkey studio shops and the cubes and so on, has the food. But we also have a dedicated events area to host workshops, panels and all sorts of events as well, which is a huge factor in terms of what we're doing because, again, we're building a, this sense of community, and I don't think you can have a community without having those kind of aspects to it. So let's talk a little bit about next steps. How, well, first off, how long have you been open in your, in your location? We opened Mall of America November 1st, um, and we were quietly testing in, in Edmonton and West Edmonton Mall for about six months prior to that. Um, but we have both locations open and the, it's, we took a lot of our learnings from Edmonton and applied it to our, our opening in Mall of America. Um, and it's been really, really amazing so far. What do you think is the biggest thing that you learned? Like, oh, we got to change this when we go to Mall so, of America. So staffing. Um, originally, a lot of the brands were staffing themselves. And to me, that really hurt the experience for the guests um, because you, the staff only were interested in selling their product and they were waiting for the guests to come to them. Whereas when we staffed it, we saw completely different um, in terms of dwell time and just even sales numbers. I think that was a huge thing for us. Um, and then I think just what was really interesting was the interest from both the brands and the consumers. Like people are always saying like retail's dead, retail's dead. And we are experiencing the complete opposite. We're getting inbounds every day from brands that want to open up brick and mortar. And our guests that are shopping through there is just the feedback is phenomenal. And like you see on Instagram, people are saying that this is the best thing to happen at Mall of America since anthropology. And like, like when people are talking about that, people are excited about what we're doing. That's awesome. So two locations. What's uh, what are the future plans? What what's in your so vision? We'd like to we'd like to open more locations. I think as as we kind of, I guess figure out our product market fit and operations. And, and I think we'll never get that absolutely finished because we're always iterating and moving, but we want to open more locations. I want this to be a platform for brands to open and scale with us and make it really turnkey. And, and for a lot of brands, I want them to be, when they're thinking about brick and mortar, I want them to be thinking four post and that's where we're going to start or that's where we're going to go. Um, whether that's in addition to your a parallel path to addition to what you're doing with your own brick and mortar strategy or where your first brick and mortar strategy. So that's kind of where we're going, and I hope we can do this one day internationally as well. I, I just really feel if you, you want to take your peanut butter to Tokyo, you open up with us. And, and there is no, there's no platform to do that today, um, and that's kind of where our five- and ten-year plan would be. So do you um, – there's, there's, there's a good number of, of uh, you know, spaces out there that could potentially hold a, another four-post location, but it seems to me like you're in – you know, your two locations are the biggest, you know – 
the, the biggest and arguably the best malls, malls in North America. So uh, do you only want to be in like these high traffic, super tourist destinations or does Four Post work in more of a, you know, a, like a local regional mall? Yeah, absolutely. So one, um, we, we're open to doing anything outside of malls as well. Um, we, we will look at each market independently and figure out what location within that market makes the most sense for us, whether that's a lifestyle center or downtown um, or in a mall or something even more locally. I think uh, for now, because we're still building our brand, um, I think being in high traffic locations makes sense. And as we kind of grow and expand, we can almost pick and choose what we think would be best for us and for our members. Gotcha, gotcha. So your location um, uh, in, and I'm not as familiar with West Edmonton, but I'm pretty familiar with Mall of America. You're in a pretty high traffic location within the mall. Yeah, and it, and it was actually a pretty different type of location because we're in the common area of the mall. Um, so we actually didn't take an inline store. So we took a huge open area in the mall and we installed our cubes and our studio shops and we created this pretty dynamic experience where you can actually see and experience the entire thing from the top second floor looking down. Um, but that was also an experience for us is like, okay, the next ones need to be in line um, because we also felt that we couldn't control the experience um, and the surrounding and our having our branding. So we are actually are actively looking for a new location in West Edmonton Mall so we can take our learnings now from Mall of America and now apply it to West Edmonton Mall. And honestly, that's the whole beauty of what we're doing as a startup. We can move quickly, iterate quickly and in the office, I always just talk about iteration, 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 learn, 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 fail and learn, fail and learn until we perfect it. And that's what this is all about for us, too. Are you are you based out of Edmonton? We're based in New York. Our headquarters are here. Um, so we have close to 10 to 15 people here. And then we have boots on the ground in the respective markets that we're open in. Gotcha. Excellent. In your ideal world, uh, what what's the next market for you? I mean, do you want it to be New York? Is that like no, a big one now? No, not necessarily. Um, I feel like we can come to New York when we're ready. There's no rush. Um, I love 18-hour cities, um, secondary markets. I, and uh, we also want to serve as a platform for these brands to get into markets that may not be on their radar screen. And, and that's kind of how we want to say, hey, like, you may not be looking at this respective market. Let us take you there. Um, let us be that, that option for you, that door for you to open up there. So that's kind of our strategy to start. And then eventually we'll come out to the larger markets. That's so, yeah, I think that makes sense. So Mark, what's, uh, what's your favorite uh, thing for sale? Or you don't have to say it's your favorite, but what's one thing that you really like um, for sale that you actually use yourself at, at Four Post? So there's one brand called Lemos, um, and they've architected what their own, I would say, very similar to Swell bottles. Um, and they patented it, they architected it, and what I love is they actually have an engraving machine there on site so you can bring any picture from your phone and they engrave it and, and like everybody loves that. And we actually bought my entire office. Um, they have mugs, they have bottles, our entire office, our, all employees, holiday gifts from there as well. So that's something that we'll all continue to use. But again, it, it, it doesn't have to be these earth shattering ideas and concepts. It can be like, hey, I have this great idea. Um, I've opened online and I'm hitting a ceiling there because it's really hard to compete online these days and I need to acquire new customers, I need to grow. How do I do that today? Um, and we're trying to be that platform for that. That Yeah, that is so cool. And if I wanted to check out all of the, can I go to fourpost.com? Yeah, is that four, the website? Fourpost.com, you go there, you could choose the different locations. We list out all our brands. 
Um, we also have our magazine, which is our blog, which talks about, again, you'll see thought leadership around like best practices of retail and things that you should be thinking about. But we're also talking about the brands we do behind the brand. So we actually talk about the brand and the origin and where they came from. So our, so our guests and shoppers can learn more about the brands as well. So do you have sort of like a creative editorial staff that works yes, for you? Yes, we do. And, and that's a big aspect of this as well as like, so we're, we're continuously writing about the brands, but we're also talking about the different thought leaderships and best practices of brick and mortar retail, which I feel is like not being talked enough enough about in the industry, especially as you have all these e-com and digitally native brands coming in who are new to this. They want someone to lean on and kind of ha- and learn from it as they're kind of going through this pathway for brick and mortar retail. And does your team, uh, do they partner with the marketing folks at the, sh- at the malls that, that you're at? Yeah, so we, we partner with them and we put a plan together around the different seasons and different marketing events. Um, we also partner pretty closely with our brands and our members. And I think, again, it's so exciting when you have 30 brands in one place and they're all talking about four posts and saying, hey, we're open at four posts. Um, again, that sense of community and the shared economy doesn't just kick in to opening up your space, but it also kicks in on the marketing side as well. That's so cool. This is uh, apropos of nothing, but it's a little weird. But I so I follow a lot of shopping centers on Instagram, and whoever's doing the Instagram at West Edmonton Mall is like the best. <laughs> There's so many cool Instagram stories they're all, always posting, and just just great photos. I, I've been really impressed with who, with uh, with uh, whoever he, he or she is. Well they, well, they have a great platform to kind of create amazing content off of too, because it's not just a static mall. They have a lake there. They have a sea lion show. They have a roller coaster, a water park. So they have a lot to work off of. But again, it's not easy either. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. And I, I'm a, I am a 20 years retail researcher and I've never been to West Edmonton Mall, only virtually through Instagram. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Let yeah. me know when you want to go. I would love it. <laughs> we can talk more about this peanut butter. Um, all right. Well, Mark, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for today. having me. Yep. Um, for our listeners out there, if you have a comment for t- on today's show, you can leave a message on the Where We Buy hotline and we'll use it on an upcoming show. Give us a call at 602-633-4061. Be sure to tell us your name and where you're calling from. You can always subscribe to Where We Buy on the iPhone podcast app or Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts. Or you can go to our website, which is wherewebuy.show. And a special thank you today to ICSC that worked with us to make this live podcast possible. And thanks to our live studio audience.